I'm gonna say it one time. And I'm gonna say that. Okay. Welcome back to episode two of the Off the Cuff podcast. I'm Woody. This is Tyler. And we got Grant. And we got the first official guest coming on the podcast today. SDSU running back commit Josh Burai. Hey. How's it going? It's going good, are real? Pretty good. How are you guys? Pretty solid. Wonderful. Okay. So, we want to have Josh on because me and Grant play football, and he was a teammate of ours. If you don't know who Josh is, why don't you just like kind of introduce yourself for people that don't know? Yeah, him? well, I grew up in Stuartville, went to school there the whole life, my whole life, just like all these two did, and been pretty close buddies with these two, and not so much Tyler, but, you know. It's all right. We're here. Happens, stuff happens. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just on a podcast. So. Yeah, and he's a pretty good football player. Just a little bit. So, as most people know. Yeah, as most people know, but there's going to be people listening who don't know us yet. So, basically, to start, I wanted to talk about um, when did you decide, okay, so we all, as far as us know, and everyone who goes to Stewartville, and everyone kind of in southern Minnesota and South Dakota who knows you, but I feel like a lot of people don't know, like, they just kind of know Josh Bry, like, the football player or whatever, but even us, we don't really know, like, deeper stuff, so, like, we know that you've been in love with football since you were, like, really young, but when did you kind of decide, like, that was going to be your, like, main sport? Yeah, so actually my main sport from, like, kindergarten to, like, second grade sport was basketball. I can't even begin to tell you how many tournaments we went to. You were in SYBA, so you know how yep. many tournaments yep. that, that organization does. So, I mean, yeah. Like, that was just my true love for sports and just the competition aspect of it. It was just a, that was the first love for sports. Yeah, and so then you went into football in third, was your first year third grade? First grade. First grade? You played tackle first grade? Yeah. Okay, so you went first and second grade. And then when you were in third grade, I was in second grade. We were on the same team. And, um, yeah, I told the story, but I had a memory so he was a year older than me, and he we didn't know each other, so he was, we were just kind of goofing around. And he was doing this, like, handshake thing with other the older guys in, in Parker Theobald. And he's like, yeah, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so he picks up the grass, and we go up and side bump, and he throws it up in the air like he did. And then he completely just lowers his shoulder and puts me on the ground as I was about 30-pound second-grade boy. <laughs> I was puffing you up for what I played with you on varsity. That's fact. I also remember talking about this now. Um, do you remember before football was, football season would start with RYFA, we'd have this one day where all the teams would go to like this camp, and I don't know if it was because we were on the same team, we were in the drill together, but it was me versus you, and it was just like you block each, like you just one on one like block each other for like it was like the Oklahoma drill type thing where like you was, were supposed to like run at each other like type of a thing like you both start down and then you like yeah yep. but there was no running backs it was just us like 1v1 like so pushing each other yeah yeah okay and now that we say that I remember me and you were partners for that and then we were like you were like pushing me across the field but I was like keeping my ground and I remember I didn't fall but the coach that was there it was like they would have all the teams in the area but then they'd have one coach and I remember this coach was just like, 
he was so mean. And just because I was getting pushed back, he's like, don't let him push. I remember him yelling at me. He's like, don't let him push you back. And I was like, bro, what am I supposed to do right here? Yeah, that just kind of tells, like, from now how football is today, like, how varsity practices are. Yes. Like, Oklahoma drill isn't a thing anymore. I know. Like, it's you just, can't do that It's anymore. not? Yeah. We, it's oh, not. No, we it's, don't do it. I mean, some I schools do. Hurt I haven't played like that, since so. elementary school, but. It's and you not, did that drill I, every day. Yes, yeah, so I exactly. Yeah, so I remember every practice, every practice. and it's like, all right, boys, yeah. we're going yep. for the Oklahoma drill. See the Oklahoma drill, circle drill. Duck, that? Yeah. Duck, so, dash. so for you, those of you that also don't know, so Josh's dad was uh, was actually our coach, um, along with a couple of our other friends' dads. Um, but, your but, dad? Uh, no, my dad never did it. Um, but uh, yeah, so Mike Burry was actually our head coach. And uh, and we always joked about it, like till like till Josh and Parker ended up going to to Brookings to play football, like up and uh, up until we were we were well into high school, still joking about it, like going back to uh, if Mike Burr I could have coached us one more year in high school just to see where we where where we would have gone. <laughs> I oh, mean, he still goes on about it. That. He's like, <laughs> if I would have coached you in high school, we would have had three state championships. <laughs> oh yeah, all right, Mike. Well, and right, Mike, Mike Mike was the biggest hard ass oh, when he God. was our coach. It was it was the funniest thing. <laughs> Imagine when we, we have maybe fifteen kids out for football if he still did his practices. Oh yeah, yeah. probably less. How than did that. we go through that? What were we eight years old? Oh yeah, and, and it was through those practices. Wait, what <laughs> were these practices? Like? Like? Say, walk so, through it. So uh, House of Pain. So House of Pain was one of them. So it was called the. They called it the uh, county fair. County fair. So basically, this county fair consisted of uh, the monkey rolls with Bernie so Theobald. There was like, so there was stations, and we yeah yeah. Many, so there's stations. We went to the station each time, right? Yeah yeah. So each one of the stations. So like, start by the tree, which was Jim Otto with the ladder. So the tree, and then go to yep. Bernie, and then go to Craig, well, and then go to the, not the exact ones, uh, but we did something like that. And then my Mike. Dad. So there was Mike Trinary had one too. Five stations. Mike Trinary was in the between sled. Uh, the sled and the one in the middle. Because there yeah, was yeah, yeah. one in every corner and then there was one in the middle. So so you guys have to picture like eight, nine, ten year old kids doing these drills that like you would swear were at LSU. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like the training for the NFL we, draft. We we did this practice for two weeks and nonstop we had Mike Burai in our ears. Yelling at us, pushing us as hard as we could possibly go, telling us if we want to be the best team out there, we have to be doing all these. We have to be doing all these drills as hard as we can. Every single practice. And it was for two weeks. weeks It was for two weeks at the beginning. First two weeks. Yeah. Like every day? Yeah, yeah. So this was before we actually started our game. So we started two weeks early so we could go through this county fair thing. And, uh, yeah, so for two weeks, we just did this county fair, and it was, like Josh said, at the end of every practice, we just went over county fair, county fair, county fair. And the amount of kids that threw up, had to sit out, cried. got hurt, cried, oh, my God. But but we were the toughest kids out on those fields and every single week. Well, it's also our, probably our why record. you guys – I was just going to say, weren't you guys like 200 and all? 63 and all. Oh, so people actually do compare us to De La Salle. Okay, uh, so what grade? will be the longest – Friday night tight streak. <laughs> I think forty and zero. Somebody oh, can correct I, us on the podcast. I will put but... a lot of money that we could beat every single one of those teams if you took us back in the day, and then we could play those teams. We'd beat like them now. You mean? No oh, yeah. Oh, and... Not not now. 
like that guy. Because like those kids now. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some of those guys like their dads were in the NFL, their uncles yeah. were in the NFL. Yeah. So like they're going to like Bama, Clemson, stuff like that. But back then, like for the Tykes, Friday Night Tykes, we would have oh. beat most of those kids. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, it it was just crazy. I mean, people people like feared our T bubbles because it was every single week. And I mean, like I said, it was three years straight that we went in in every single week. And for the first two weeks of practice, we were doing county fair. It prepped us for the rest of the season. And practices, I mean, we, we went as hard as we possibly could. And everybody remembers the practices we had where it was, Damn. like, sleeting and snowing and I raining. was just going to bring that up. Uh, remember, we had to pause practice for an hour because it was, like, there, there's, like, rules on when you can practice and stuff like that through RYFA. And it was below the temperature. So we sat. You know, at the SYA fields, there's like that little uh, thing you can sit in, like the sit pavilion. Under, it, it was like, that yeah, little yeah. pavilion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sat under that for an hour <laughs> and then went back out to practice. Yeah, and, and all of us are sitting there just shivering like, oh, please let us go. Yeah. <laughs> please let us go <laughs> home. Please that. let us go home. None of us none of us can drive, so we, like, sit and wait we don't there have for extra an hour. clothes in our car. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Our, Parents would drop us off at practice. Oh they'd go do We're waiting for our parents to get there. Like, oh, please, please come pick us up. Like, yeah. if, if I've ever done anything to deserve to get out of this, please let it let it happen. I mean, it was just the funniest thing because it always every all three years we had a practice that was like that where it was cold, raining, sleeting, and everybody's sitting there frozen, and we're still hitting full on. And that's when people were just like hardly hitting each other. And I, I remember your dad coming out and going, if you guys don't start running a little bit harder, we're going to be running to Racine and back. You guys will become cross-country cross runners. Whenever we, did, <laughs> whenever we did something wrong. So there's the fields right here. And then, what is it, a mile maybe to those pine trees? It, it was So we would mess up a long way. way. And then he would scream, to the pine trees and back. Oh, no. My God. Nobody would say and, a word. We'd tuck our decks in between our legs and we would just run it, back and do forth. You, do you remember when we played for Paramark? We had had to run through the forest. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I remember hating Even the though now runs. looking at it, it wasn't even far. But I remember in it the moment... It wasn't far at all. It was probably like 200 yards. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was like a year. Yeah, like it was. Year, kinda. It, it was crazy though. We got threatened to run to the pine trees all the time and run to Racine. Yeah. Run and Racine. we were... Uh, <laughs> at like the end of like the year we kind of started thinking like, okay, like Make us do it. You yeah. say it all the time. Let's like a whole lot of bulldog bark. Yeah. Whole lot of bulldog bark, Mike. And then all of a sudden, to the pine trees. And we're all like, uh, oh, my God. He really did it. Uh, <laughs> and we all turn around, like Josh said, just all ashamed of ourselves. Yeah. And we turn and around really, and start running. makes us do it. And then we just go look at each other. And we're like, oh, my like, does he yeah. really mean it? <laughs> okay. Like, okay. So, like, transitioning on from that. Sorry to backtrack just a little bit. I just got a question about this carnival thing. Compare it to, because I didn't, we didn't do that, right? Yeah. Compare it to, like, a bad day of killers in basketball. You know what I mean? Oh, no. It's like at the end of practice. Like, not, not even. You guys think we've it's got, like, spectrum. we've got former Marine Craig Curley sitting there. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing the leg kids. raises. Yeah. Oh, like, and us, our, our hands are clenching the grass. I mean, just, oh. just holding on for dear life, doing these leg raises. And it was the 
six inch, twelve inch, eighteen inch yeah. straight up. Yeah. And, and it was straight. like back and, and forth. In between he would have us go up and down until he said stop. And if oh my God. So if one of us stopped I, before he said like said stop, he would like Yeah, yeah we we'd, we'd have do. to keep going. And yeah. I I remember so a story from Craig's that uh he actually came up and apologized to me later. He felt so bad. I was my face got so red and I was holding on to the grass so hard. And like there was so much pressure built into my head because like you know when you get into that whole like phase of like you stop breathing and yeah. you're just like type of a thing. Yep. I did that so hard my nose started bleeding. Oh and God. it just started like coming off my face and Craig's like, Oh Grant, we gotta get you out of here. We got <laughs> we gotta get that cleaned up before somebody before, like, he starts like freaking out so i'm running up under the pavilion and jake petrick's dad nate uh like i don't know if he remembers this but he was helping me like wipe off my nose he's like oh we'll have to run to the porta potty and get some toilet paper i remember, oh I remember that. oh my god it was right. the funniest thing so let's backtrack we didn't we never like yeah. laid out what the county fair was so in the one corner of the field you do ladders with jim otto Next station was monkey rolls. You know what monkey rolls are? Is that so where you roll, it was get up, and then roll, get up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. it's like that. Me, I'm sorry. Yeah. So there was three people. The first person just drops and rolls. The next person has to jump over them. Yeah, yeah, we did those. We did it's those. just in a circle. Yep. The next one was Craig Curley, and then we did the leg raises and stuff. And then after that, we did sled pushes up that little hill. Yep. Yep. Who was that with? Was that with my dad? Where did you guys practice at? No, it was with Corey Bell. Corey Bell. You're right. Was there another one after that? Because there was four and then one in the middle. My dad was in the middle. What did we do? I don't remember. I'm sure it was like footwork stuff or something. I think it was footwork stuff. Like cone drills? Yeah. Probably was. But I I remember doing those monkey rolls too. See, this is the funny thing. There's so many stories from this county fair. Like, you, you remember winning all those games, but like, we everybody remembers the practices from those three years, when we were doing those monkey like the barrel rolls. There was one time where so you're supposed to have like six kids at this station mm-hmm. because there's three people in and then three people that are waiting. They do it for however long, then you switch. We had five, so me being you know tough shit, I'm like, hey Bernie, you know I'll I'll stay in for a couple. <laughs> oh, just I'll I'll give yeah, the kids a rest and I'll just stay in. And uh, thinking I'll just be in for a couple times and then mm-hmm. I'll go out. Then you'll get a good. Break. I stayed in the entire time we were doing those barrel rolls. Every and I thought, oh my god, we are never gonna finish this drill. I am <laughs> yeah. sucking for air so bad. <laughs> I'm like, why, why and did then, I volunteer to do this? <laughs> Isn't it funny how every in those single every yeah, single yeah. station was ten minutes. Like it was crazy. So like it it was like an hour. Yeah. Of like, of like the straight like. Killing. I was thinking like fifteen minutes. You're like three minutes of station. Like no. boom, boom, yeah. boom. Okay, it's funny though because obviously, like your guys' team was so good, so you can't say, like obviously that was kind of crazy to go through as like, second and third graders. But, but it was but normal. It like yeah, we, yeah. For like you guys in the knew, moment, we embraced the suck. Yeah, we, we yeah. knew it was because tough. we're like, if like he embedded it into our minds like if we yeah. didn't practice like this we wouldn't win that little ROIFA trophy at the yeah. end. that little one we got at the end that <laughs> yeah. was All oh so special okay so transitioning from that 
So basically, right, you you guys work really hard and stuff. And so where do you do you think that like a lot of cuz we know you not everybody does like that doesn't know you personally, but we know you you're like one of the hardest working guys and that's obviously like what has gotten you to where you're at now, but like where do you do you think those practices is that where like that first came in or like where do you think you 100%. learned that? It's always been there. So all those kids that were like didn't bitch and complain during those practices like obviously we were going to but yeah. not like every single day and stuff like that we embraced the suck those kids that did like everything like that and was like there to work 100 percent like him like it might not even be with football anymore like with your job on the ranch and stuff like that like you're not just gonna be like oh i'm not gonna go to work this day just because i don't feel like it or me for instance i'm just not gonna go to work out because i don't feel like it yeah like, it's just not something we do. That's not how we were raised and taught. So yeah. I think, like, not just the hard-working aspect of it, it, like, went on later in yeah. life, not just with football. Yeah, so it was something, like, that was important for you guys to learn. And so, also, you've, like, you were, like, always really big, weren't you? I, wa- I wasn't always the biggest. Because weren't you in middle school, though? Weren't you, like, size. yeah. But so when did you when did you start lifting like seriously like or actually let's go back a little bit when did you because sixth grade I already know the answer to that question yeah you started lifting but was seriously, it for like, basketball or was it football. like you're like I want to play football I now? stopped I stopped caring about basketball probably fifth grade yeah fifth grade fourth grade I still played it but just because like my dad was a coach it was it was fun, it was fun. I that's why the tournaments were fun those are some so of the fun. moments that so I wish we could memories. go back yeah. Like, yeah. hotel memories. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those are the best. So many, like uh, just hanging states. out, like because like you did AAU, right? Yeah. So like all those, like you would never hang out with someone else AAU dudes, just like like this. Yeah. Yeah. But no. at like AAU tournaments and stuff like fun. that, so fun. Yeah. And every kid has memories of a hotel pool after uh, games. If you yeah. say you don't, you're lying. Yeah, I, yeah that's facts. Yeah. Like okay, so and if you're lucky, you get to uh, hear staff retirements if they're pulled on the fire alarm and. They- and have everybody in the hotel evacuate. Oh my god! <laughs> that sounds like staff at Hamlin. So a kid that used to go to our school, uh, his sister was uh, so his whole family obviously got to spend like the April weekend at that hotel after a game. The staff at Hamlin's sister was inside uh, while she cleaned the hallway and everything up to be able to get to the fire alarm. Mm. And so true story, Noah Stagerberg and his mom and dad uh, watched them pack all their shit. In about five seconds, clothes, Xbox, and they ran out of everything there. in the suitcase, and they were gone. <laughs> oh I, I, I don't think they could have done it faster if they tried. They remember this either, but I mean, they packed it up and they were booking it. I mean, they were out. Dude, I remember one time we were in a hotel room, and it was like it was like twelve or one a.m. And we were our parents would go down to like the little like areas they have in the hotels, like around the lobby. Where they would like drink, and it was like twelve or one a.m. and we were running in the hallways, and dude, we were just getting so many complaints. And they're like, "Yeah, go up to this room," and there was literally, I don't know how many people were on our team, but it was most of our team in this tiny hotel room. And I remember one kid on our team's dad opens the door, so he knocks on the door and he goes, "Hey, open the door!" like in a, an aggressive voice. And I we think like, I was at the same thing that day. You might have been, and we know it was. I think you guys were because I remember Nolan was in the room too. I remember this story. And uh, yeah, and he knocks on the door, and we're like, "Oh crap!" And everyone's like, "Somebody open it!" And everyone hides, and I'm just kind of standing there, like, 
<laughs> so I go and open the door. I open the door and hide. Like, you know how you can, like, hide behind a door because it opens towards you? <laughs> I hid behind the door. <laughs> I hid behind the door. And the dude, do- he, he doesn't even notice. He thinks I, like, run off. So I'm sitting behind the door as he's, like, yelling at everyone. This is a true story. And I'm, like, sitting behind the door. And he's yelling at everyone. And I'm just sitting there like, hey, guys. And then he walks out and we got in trouble. But And that reminds me of, like, just a quick little sidetrack. Everyone who's in our grade that went on the DC trip knows. Oh, yeah. Do you remember, like, our third hotel that we stayed at? I think it was. Was it Gettysburg? No, I think it was I think it was the hotel right after Gettysburg. You know, it was one in, like, Ohio. No, I probably know. It might have been the former. Yeah, but I probably whatever. know. But, you know, it was, like, that one that was, like, that log cabin theme, really rustic or whatever. Yeah. And I remember that night in the pool. <gasps> we went in there. Yeah, and do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. For some reason. We were all slapping. I don't know who started it, bro. Know, bro. Who start, whoever started it was crazy, but the water, like, the surface of the water, and all the kids just started slapping For no the reason. There For was, no like, reason. 50 kids in the pool. We guys were we like, guys, let's all slap yeah. the water. It looked like so we kids were having, slapping like, it. like, spaz attacks or something. Like, you know, we literally just start going like this in the water, and every kid is doing this. Like, it's weird to think about when everyone is doing it, you know what I mean? But, like, water's going everywhere. It's, it's loud, too, because like, it's, it's in one of those hotel rooms that's, like, or the... Pool, you know, like it's like really echoey. Clothes. It's really it's echoey, the, like a vaulted ceiling. Yes. Yeah, like. and it's super echoey when you do anything. And, and then, okay, you tell us. So sorry, yeah. But, but yeah, and then we we are just going like this yeah. little and everyone is just like screaming, going ah, like slapping the water, just like spazzing. It was so loud. It was dude. so loud. And then I know, like, who I think it was, you know, he he served in the navy, and he just. Screamed us and we deserve it we did and he screamed at us i mean like we deserve it because you know we were just dumb but like we it took us all like shocked you yeah. know because then like the like hotel manager had to come in there and then i think we all went to our hotel rooms we got our stuff and they notified every single kid like on the trip there was like a yeah. hundred of us like a lot to all come down to like the meeting area and we had to sit in that meeting area and they were like hey so you guys are being a bunch of stupid little kids. If you guys are like that loud, we're gonna have to kick you out. Yeah. So then we're all just sitting there, and, and you they're know, threatening to send a hundred eighth graders home yeah. from the DC trip. And the they moment, weren't going to. The moment we got confronted by that kid's dad too, it was one of those awkward moments where it's like somebody else's parent like telling you what to do, and it's kind of like awkward. I don't know because you yeah. don't know them personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his dad, when I say screamed at the top of his yeah. lungs, like. Was like you guys. Did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's one of those chaperones that takes his job too yeah. seriously. And he was, dude, because too, like on the bus and stuff. I was on that dude's bus, and I remember he would talk and he'd be like, or we'd fall asleep while the the tourist lady was talking, and he'd yell at us. He'd be like, "All right, buddy, no, who are chill. we talking about?" No, he was, was it chill. Mason Sickle was the one that oh was falling God, asleep dude, Meg, on the bus. Meg fell asleep in the front seat, and our chaperone chewed him. See, and I think it was everyone. Sarah. It was Sarah. Sarah was the tour guide. Sarah. And see, she was so nice for us. <laughs> and I think I told you guys a story about, did I tell you guys a story about uh, about Sarah, the tour guide, and uh, going on the run to Gettysburg? Oh, oh yeah, in yes. the morning? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Let's Dave. leave that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Leave that <laughs> out. I don't know. We don't to, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no she, she was always that. nice, though. I mean, I, I we had a good time with her. And then. Yeah, she was we were, nice most of the, she was like. Overall, she was really nice. And I, I remember her always being like, "Okay, guys, like, 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 stay, let's stay awake so we can see what's on around us." Yeah. And we're all like, "Damn, sleep!" We're like, "Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, go out." 
they, yeah. the thing, but you know, and then everybody wakes up eventually, and we're like, okay, let's yeah. what's out yeah. here, you know. And then we all start watching, so it was fine. But she was always nice for us, and I when when people were saying that she was kind of getting after you guys, I was like, yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. It and, was only like that time, but yeah, it was, just measure that. And we'll get into DC? it. Our grade? It was a lot of people in our grade that we, did what that went on the DC trip. A lot. Yeah, we had a lot. I would say probably like. Four-fifths of our grade. Eighty percent. Eighty or ninety. Well, and pretty much everybody for our grade except you and Parker, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Or was it you and Parker and Eddie? I think Parker... Were you the go. only one that didn't go? I swear to God, Parker did I not go. I just remember DC seeing trip. pictures, and it was like most of you. Like, I'm pretty sure Parker went. I, I swear know. Parker Cable was not on the DC trip. I don't know. I think he came with me. That's what I'm saying. I think oh, he was with Eddie, you. Eddie and Parker were on JV. So they did come to Cable. They did come to uh, Edgewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were you were technically with JV2. You hadn't started on varsity yet. Correct. Ninth grade year, you did. SCSU, so, my eighth grade year, is when I started practicing with varsity. So I, I did varsity eighth grade year at Edgewood. Yeah. But that was a little. But, but yeah, so you so it was you and Parker and were the, and Eddie that were the three that didn't go. Other than that, I think it was pretty much everybody in our grade. Everyone. Yeah, I, same thing in our grade too, and we'll get into like the whole uh, SCSU thing. But I'm not gonna lie, in my opinion, you did not miss much, because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Boring, it's not for like it was not that's, for me. That's you, what I've heard. The if whole sightseeing thing, like seeing monuments, it like, dude. It's just not it. Not it wasn't it. So or anything either, but it was like seeing monuments and like seeing, looking at stuff was really yeah. yeah. So I guess I disagree a little bit, but. The only thing is, it's great one time. Yeah, you would never, never almost back. never go back again. I don't even like know you go to the you go to the Lincoln Memorial and you're like, oh yo, that's cool. You go to the Vietnam War Memorial, hey, yeah. it's cool. You go to the battlefield in Gettysburg, it's like, yeah, everything, Maybe, everything that's on the trip, it's like, yeah, that's cool. But it's like ten seconds. You look at it, you kind of stare yeah, and awe, and it's like, I think, oh too. yo, like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think as an eighth grader, it was cool ten seconds yep. ago, and it's. Still the same thing now. It's not changing. Like it's yeah. Been I the think same as way an for... eighth grader too. It's like all right. Like for me personally, the best memories I the actually some of the only memories I have from that trip were the hotel or the hotel rooms. Like after we do stuff, like when we'd go into the hotel yeah. rooms that night. That's that was and my fault. I know I can speak for people again. I'm pretty sure, but like the entire trip it was eight days. Did I get something like that? Yeah. I think it was eight days. The entire trip. Six out of the eight days were travel and sightseeing. Yeah, that's true. So that was for, like, seeing a lot of stuff. And there was, like, two days where you did, like, these events where, one, you went to a play in some... Yeah, theater. I heard about that play. And two, you went on, like, a cruise, like a boat thing. Oh, the boat dance? Well, yeah, that and, was and the I, boat dance. I can at least speak for myself. That. I'm not going to lie. Those two events blew the rest of the trip out of the water. It wasn't even close. Yeah, that's fast. I mean, like, those two, if they didn't have that, because it was, like, interactive. You get to do something. If they didn't have that, that trip would have been terrible. Like, so, I think just what the problem is, is the the thing people that really, like, turn people off on the trip was the fact that, like you said, it's six days of driving for two days of, like, sightseeing. Or, for two days of, like, actual events. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I think everybody that we talk about this with, that trip needed to be as, like, sophomores... Maybe junior. Yeah, I would understand that. Because no when you have no freedom, 
the chaperones are on your ass the entire trip. Uh, which, like on which the bus, again, you couldn't go on your phone and you couldn't talk to people. You ex- had to exactly. listen. It's so like that's school the thing. On the bus. That's the thing. It's it's like you had no freedom. Like I said, chaperones are on mm-hmm. your ass the whole time. You just it's like you're on a leash the whole trip. Yeah. If we could have gone at a later date and maybe like see, because this is the other thing. You're eighth graders. People want to run around in BC and yeah. for all practical purposes play freaking. Tag in there's yep. at. Uh, um, I mean, I still want to do that. In, huh? I, I still want to do that. Again, then again, if you think of it, if you did it when you were older, you'd be like, I want to do that. That uh, might be more boring. Would like, just sucks. Nobody would do I remember, too, well. some of the best or the like funnest times we had was when they would let us go walk to eat somewhere. Like in Gettysburg, we did it. Yeah, they, yeah. they would so, let us choose, and it was like nice because it was just like us. Like, whatever group of friends you went, and you would just walk And wherever. the chaperones didn't come with. No chaperones, That was, yeah. like, the one time, you gotta go almost the one time of freedom that you had. Yeah. They're like, okay, you're in Gettysburg now. Don't go far. Yeah. But there's, yeah. like, there's, like, a pizza place. There's a bar here that's, like, a bar and grill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, like, one of the fun things. But, like I said, going there, when you, if you would have had a little bit more freedom, like, just being able to do a little bit more stuff on your own, that trip is just, like they say at the beginning, it's so planned out mm-hmm. of down to the hour yeah. of every single day. They would literally it's do that. This yeah, to this to this to this to this. Here's eight things we're doing today, and we're ha- we, we have to get to all of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like when it's time to go, it's time to go, like, get moving. Like yep. That's probably also one of the problems with doing a trip like that through a tour guide service. Like, if we were just able to kind of do it, like, like, it might not work if we just had teachers and chaperones, but it would have also been, like, more free if, like that. If you could extend the trip maybe two more days and just relax the timeline a little bit, just yeah, so it's cool. not so jam-packed. The fact, again, going back to the whole eighth grader thing, you're waking up 125 eighth graders mm-hmm. at four in the morning yeah, I remember to that. go and yeah. look at monuments. Yeah, a statue. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't get eighth graders at four in the morning to be interested about well, school stuff. And they like got mad at you too. Like the whole Mason yeah. thing where it's like you you wake up at four on four hours of sleep and then when you close your eyes, it's like, Hey, wake up. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like okay, <laughs> that's, buddy. That's the thing, <laughs> like, they're right yeah. on you. It's like, you know, like And yeah. didn't start paying attention. Didn't someone in your grade get in trouble? Did like was it Ben? Oh, I don't yeah. want to like so it was Caleb Hellickson. Oh, oh it was Caleb. Didn't he get Wait, where are we going? Where, where are we yeah. going with this? What story is this? No, we're not thinking like that. I'm thinking, one, I'm thinking of McDonald's. That yeah, that was Caleb. Caleb got on the top of the McDonald's, I think, when we were in. What? Yeah. <laughs> How so, did he get up there? What? So this is when we, I believe, this is at the same place where that meeting hall was. Okay, oh, so okay. is that Gettysburg okay. or is that Washington? Washington. That was like outside of Washington. So when we got there, we had... I think they gave us like an hour to go eat somewhere. Yeah. So I think it's so people in my room, it was me, Scott Bowman, Christian Cooper, and Nate Burns. And I think all of us and Kyler and Nate Bain, we went to five guys. (laughs) And we go and grab a couple burgers and some shakes and we're coming back. And there's a bunch of people crowding around. Oh, McDonald's. Oh my God. So this and was, we're like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah I remember. 
like, what's the whole deal? Like, why is everybody so obsessed with the McDonald's right now? Like, we thought, like, the line was long. Like, yeah. like people are wrapped around McDonald's, like, waiting to eat. Like, does everybody go there to eat? And there's all these other restaurants, and you choose McDonald's. And we later find out, so Adam Ikoff is, you know, a third-grade teacher, but he's also, like, the main, main, dude who sets it main up. chaperone type thing that sets it up for yeah. us. Well, he's also Caleb Duncan. He's the one that's enforcing the rules of you guys are being little shits. You're gone. Pack your stuff, you're gone. Type of a thing. So Caleb's getting reamed by his uncle because we later find out he was like he climbed up the side of the building somehow. I don't have to hear the story from him. He could probably tell it best, obviously. But he somehow got up the side of the building or like climbed a ladder or something. And was like on the top of McDonald's, and somebody got a picture of him. And I don't know if it was like Maddie Croft or somebody that turned him in. I'm not sure, but somebody turned him in, and they got the Snapchat story and like got proof that he was up there, and then he was screwed. He didn't, he didn't go home. Sent, he didn't get. He didn't home. get sent home. Just, how would yeah, was the guy? I don't know. How would you send someone? Aren't you just on a bus? Yeah, no, they, they, they book you a plane ticket and With you're a flying back. They give you a chaperone and a plane ticket. And yep. they send you, they've done it a couple times, they said. So yeah. they're going to pay that much more money. That's just exactly. Yeah. They, exactly. Make your, they, they text your parents and make them pay for it. And then, yeah, that's why yeah. it's kind of, they make your parents pay for you to go home. But yeah. That's and, the thing. So that's as like, a parent, I'd be like, no. Yeah, I'd say. But you had to sign a consent form. You had to sign a consent form that said, if your kid is doing this while you're over there and we need to send them home, it's like you will pay for a ticket and you are sending them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then you need to tell your story as well. Right before I add, remember how we were talking like, you know, you kind of beat them kind of thing. Like yeah. you only had like two times, like two times that you could like do something without chaperones watching you the whole time. Yeah. I still remember. So I roomed with me, Eli Parker, and Dalton. And I still remember it. It's kind of bad, but the one time we got freedom, or there was two times, you know, we got one in Gettysburg, and then one actually in D.C. This was after we went to the Holocaust Museum. Then that was like where all Adam. That's where all. The, I'm just. I'm waiting for you yeah. to where you're going <laughs> okay. with this story. It's, it's, I'm like, it's all these museums, and you know, they have the Holocaust Museum, you know, like the like African American Museum or whatever, the Smithsonian, all of yeah. them like lined up. Yeah, yeah, it's and all. They, the, they let you go to like any of the museums, like the natural. Oh, I remember science that. We got rain natural on. history and natural yeah, science yeah. museums. And you know, there, it was like that was the most freedom we got at any given point because you, you could you go, go wherever you blocks. wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a couple blocks. That was the park there, isn't? Isn't yeah, that where like, the parks in the could, middle? Yeah. So you could pick where you wanted to go. So your chaperone had to go with, but you could choose wherever you wanted to go. No, we didn't have a chaperone. You didn't. That was four. So we got to pick. We could pick whichever building mm-hmm. we wanted to go to or whichever. We, you had time to go to, like, three buildings, correct? Yep. Yeah. Something, Something like, like that. that. So, like, yeah. you had to pick. You, know, you had to, like, meet at one at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so back to what I was saying. It, I, I just think it's funny how the one time that we do get freedom and you just were like, yeah, we're just a bunch of eighth graders. You know what I mean? We're always, like, trying to, like, we're, we're running through the halls doing whatever. The one time we got freedom, I think it was, like, me, Parker, and – no, it, it was all four of us. We were already – Parker, Eli Dalton. In – the science museum or something like that. Like and then we just started playing hide and seek. Like a big uh, I was game there. of hide My and seek. I remember all the dudes meant there. Like, there was like four 
groups of dudes, and mm-hmm. we all started playing hide and seek. And it was like, that. yo, you're hiding in cave shots, like looking through the window, like. And then there's people there, wrong? like actual tourists, like what is? Yeah, what I remember are those I was so doing? bad for the tourists because there was like a hundred, a hundred eighth graders at this museum running around, and the people are just trying They're to. Like, do... Oh, we drove the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's the thing, though. You can't get away from it because, like, as soon as we're out of there, they're bringing another, another school game, in, so yeah. it's, like, nonstop. <laughs> Think about it now, dude. Eighth grade is kind of, like, kind of, that's kind of a sus year. So it's that the year that you're on top of the world because you're the oldest in the middle school, but everybody sees you as, like, little shits, you know, yeah. type of thing. Like, everybody still sees you as annoying, but you don't think that because yeah. you're on top of the world because you're the oldest in the yeah. middle school, and you're like, hey, what's up, boy? Yeah. yeah. All right. Now we got to hear your story, though. It's a monster. What is like, it about? Let him tell it. He'll tell it the best. About what now? Where? He can tell it. The story with the laser pointer. Oh. That's a monster. Yeah. That's a monster. I don't know. So. Fine. No, 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 wait. Let me think. Is this where. It's is fine. this where he puts it on the girl and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. So, this. Nah, it's fine. Trip. <laughs> it, we, I don't know where he got it, but Nate Byrne bought a little, like, key fob, like, keychain um it was like one end was like a flashlight or something and then there was a laser pointer on it i don't even know what it was for it was like a bottle opener or something some souvenir he got anyways he brings it back to our hotel room so where it's dark out it's completely black nighttime and we had just gotten back to this uh hotel and this is when we we were in washington dc then this was after Gettysburg. I think Nate must, must have bought the laser pointer. Because this was right away when we got okay. to Washington, D.C. But that night, we come back to the room. And Nate's sitting there, you know, dicking around with his laser pointer, you know, doing whatever. And I'm like, hey, let me see that. He's like, he's like, no. And like for 15 minutes, we went round and round of him giving me reasons why he's not going to give me this laser pointer. And finally, I got him to give it to me. And I'm like, let's mess around with some people. Like, we can't be out in a place like this and just not mess around with people. Like, like this is like the time when, like, prank channels, prank channels were, like, huge oh, on YouTube. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we're going to get some people so good <laughs> oh, right now. Yeah. And so 14, 13, I don't know, how old were we? Your old brand, well, we thinking in my head. I'm like, 13 what if I start, like, shining this laser pointer at people and we'll, like, get some reaction? And so the McDonald's yeah. that Caleb had climbed on oh. was right next to our hotel. Shining oh. it on the ground, shining it at like the board, like the ordering, like the menu outside. Messing around with it, doing whatever. And Nate's like, all right, dude, stop, stop. I'm like, hey, this is just getting good. Come on. So I started like shining it like on people's cars. And you could see people like looking and. They're, like, looking over at us, and they're kind of, like, laughing. And we can see, like, visible enjoyment from the people in the cars that can see it's a bunch of little eighth graders pointing a laser pointer So you're in your hotel room doing this, and it's showing up, like, good across the Yeah, so, like, this was, like, it it wasn't, like, a high-quality piece of equipment, but the laser was, like, beyond what he paid for. Yeah. So it's, like, classic, like, movie, like, laser pointer from, like, the yes. ground like up and like the whole cross side yeah, thing yeah, goes yeah, on yeah. and people are like staring at the laser on their forehead. I'm like, hey, let's get somebody. So I drag it from the car, the hood, up to this lady, like her head. And 
I I see her stop. Her her purse is like thrown at like the roof uh-huh. of the car. And her door flies open. She grabs her purse and like holds it like against her chest and just makes a beeline for the door of the hotel. You didn't even know it at the time, but you probably gave security PTSD yeah. on something. Oh, yeah. And and Yeah, that's fact. So she probably she had some starts, memories. She probably watched a movie before that. She's like, <laughs> I just saw this like twenty minutes ago. Oh yeah. No, and she's <laughs> like freaking out and you can tell because like I said, straight beeline right for the door, holding her purse just dead sprint. And this lady's in, you know, just her tennis shoes, regular casual clothes. I mean, it was a sprint yeah. into the like main oh, no. lobby, mm-hmm. which we later found out uh, Mary Beth Cooper, I think, was in the lobby and heard her come running in saying, somebody's got an AR-15, somebody's oh got a gun, somebody's oh trying gosh. to shoot us in the McDonald's drive through oh They're God. up on the third floor last <laughs> room. Oh, so they knew so where you guys were? They Because we were in the very last room of the hotel. Oh, so God. they just looked at the last window up three floors there's our room you're lucky they didn't book you a flight home oh yeah exactly so we uh we uh get a call to our room from the room phone we get a call on all of our personal phones and mary beth cooper is is calling us the the tour guide's calling us and everybody's like what are you guys doing (laughs) And I'm like, Nate, put the laser pointer away quick. Like, we're in trouble. And this lady had just, after she came in, we had everybody calling, figuring out what we were doing. And that's when the tour guide, it wasn't our, I think his name was Bill or something. Mm -hmm. But the other tour guide came up to our room and is, like, knocking on our door. You know, you just hear the, and we're all like, someone's here. So I I walk over. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I open up the door, and it's it's the tour guide, and he's like, "Hand over the laser." Uh, I don't know why, but I said, "What laser?" That's and, right, you lie. And, and he goes, "The laser, hand it over." And then I I pulled it out, and I was like, "I don't know why I said what laser." It's, it's right here. <laughs> and he takes it, and he gave it to Nate's mom, and. <laughs> Nate actually got grounded, I think, when we got, when we got back from the trip. And uh, but yes, I mean that was just the craziest part. I mean, we all shit a chicken when that lady came running. I mean, they threw a fit, and we thought we were gonna get fired. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that all all this stuff is stuff you never got to experience because you actually never went on the DC trip, like we mentioned. I mean, yeah. you were at SDSU. I mean, I guess, and that's a big part of. Uh, Talking about the whole thing of uh, having a, yeah. uh, a very football influenced life. I mean, yeah, like he said, he's like, yeah, you didn't miss mu- miss much at on a trip, and I'm like, missed a lot at SDSU because you've been to SDSU. You go to SDSU? No, no, no he didn't. No. no, and I know you yeah. did, but SDSU is like hard work. Yeah, but, like so fun. Yeah, like in the dorm rooms. Yeah, like so fun. No Cookie way. racers. Yeah, I was just gonna oh. say. <laughs> Well, Loris, well, we gotta tell, tell that story. You would be the best one to tell that story. Go ahead. Real quick. The, the cookie races? Yeah, just. Like, all right, well, so long story, long story short, 
all these guys are lined up in the hall, and it's from Blue Mountain State. Yeah. So in Blue Mountain State, all these kids lined up out on the football field. They basically put a cookie in their ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to run. It's an Oreo. They, you put it between your yeah, butt cheeks. An Oreo between your ass cheeks, okay? <laughs> they run up and down the field quick, and if you drop the cookie, you have to eat it. Yeah. Like, picture this. It is two different schools. It's not just small. Wasn't it? No, no, no. It's, there's like. Three. That or floor, four. it was two schools on that floor, but that floor. kids are coming up from yeah, different floors. To watch this cookie race. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of and, people there. And so... Will Loris. It's... it's uh, so Peyton Byrne did it, too. So Will Loris did it first. Um, so, like I said, cookie goes in between the ass cheeks, and they start running up and down the hallway. Yep. And it's all fun and games and whatnot. Uh. Nobody ate the cookie, obviously, because it's disgusting. Until we get to Peyton Byrne, who does this cookie race. And uh, we got another uh, pretty big size lineman that was doing this cookie race with Peyton Byrne. And uh, so they get to the starting line, and it's three, two, one, go. And Peyton drops the cookie out of his ass and catches it, <laughs> and he uh, eats he it. it. He caught but it, man. they later came up to Peyton because they had the Oreo from the other kid that he had to eat. He thought he had to eat his own cookie. Yeah. But it's the other person's that you have to eat. Yeah. Which is the problem. So this is just disgusting. Yeah. But they told Peyton, they're like, kid, you got to eat it. And Peyton's like, no, 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 we, we can't do that. Like, that's not going to happen. They paid Peyton $15, and I swear to God, he ate that kid's cookie. And then Will Lores goes, he runs with the cookie, and did he, I don't even no, think he, he dropped the cookie. He didn't drop it. That baby butt of his held so, it the whole time. So Will did his cookie race and then finished it. Yes. And then the kid, not even in the race, just watching the kid that would walk around without any clothes on, and he didn't know any of us. Yep. From, the from other a different school. school. We paid him $20 to eat that cookie. And was, I have a video of it on my phone. It was the randomest thing ever because Will goes, I'll give, and he's like, there's a bunch of different schools here, like we said. And Will just goes, yeah, I'll give somebody $20 to eat this cookie. And a random kid goes, no I'll hesitation. Do I'll do it. See, but that was the thing. It was like we, we throw out, like, we're like, okay, somebody oh. eat the cookie. And everybody's like, no, 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 20 bucks. And this kid, like, straight away, yeah. hand in the air, oh, I'll eat the cookie. And just to make sure, this was not something that you guys made. This was like something that was already established. No, no, no. This was from Blue Mountain State. It's from but a you, movie. You, you know, we did it before that. No, movie, right? no, no, no. Yeah. No, no we I've didn't never make this up. No, 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 I've never Blue watched it. Just assume but I've we had done it. this before. Like, didn't you guys do it like in years prior to I that I think year? we had tried it one time, but it was never like that as big. That was when Blue Mountain State came out. Yeah. was that year. This was I think three we, years ago. So I was thinking Blue Mountain State. I'm probably sounding so stupid right now. I was thinking Blue Mountain State was the other school on the oh, same. Oh, no, no, no. That's, so that's a, movie. a movie that came out. So this you is where we got this from. You don't know what Blue Mountain State is. No. You, you need to watch, watch that Netflix. tonight. Is it just like, football movies? It is so Yeah, but it's not. Good. No, it's not really. So it is, but it's, it's just a funny. So funny. It's not about football. It's one of those movies that's like about football, but it's just a funny movie. I think there's a movie that is about football. Yeah, that's at the end of the series. Anyways. All right, yeah, okay. We're, so, have you been... This is yeah, so it came out in 2016, the movie did. All right. And okay. I think they did a rendition of it. So okay. that's where we got it. That's what everybody okay. was all hyped so, about. 
So have you been a running back like since you were in elementary school, or did it switch around a little bit? Like he, like he said in what grade was it? It was like second, like when we started, like second, second grade. third grade, so third grade, grade uh, was when I like started playing running back, and I have haven't played another position since. Yeah, that's crazy. So kind of trying like getting back into let's like focus now about like Josh for the rest of the day, or at yeah. least for until we get yeah. to after this. But basically. So then, eighth grade—that's when you—that's when you started playing varsity. You didn't play like varsity, but you're practicing. Start varsity. Yeah. But I played a little bit of linebacker in games in yeah. eighth grade, but I didn't start or wasn't like a. And that is where you started though too, because I know freshman year you played like started, a decent amount I of running back. I started freshman year. Yeah, you you started linebacker though, right? Oh, running back. You started running back. Yeah. Were not you behind Caleb Cameron? He got hurt. Oh yeah, that's right. But so I remember Caleb Cameron got hurt. But you, mm-hmm. you played linebacker too, though, like a decent amount. I like I yeah, you're right. I originally started at linebacker. Yeah. But then since eighth grade year was the last time I played linebacker again. Yeah, and then you played running back. Yep. So, so then, then for for people that don't know, then for the rest of your, I mean, high school career, it was all offense. It was all all drive yeah, on oh, offense. But in middle school though, I I played. A lot of linebackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in, in into your like bigger, the the more varsity. I mean, you would say record setting part of your career. It was it yeah. was all push on offense. Just it yeah. was. I didn't. I haven't played a snap of defense in a few years. Yeah. yeah. So. So then you okay. So then your freshman year, you play you play varsity. Like you start varsity, and like nobody from Surville at least has really done that. I was the first freshman. one. To ever start varsity. Yeah, yeah, there's a decent amount of sophomores, but like no freshmen. Yeah. But Parker and Eddie were also play, yeah. also played their freshman. I remember so. that. Yeah, I remember that. And let's just like walk through each year of high school. All right? Okay. So freshman, freshman year, freshman you start is running back. First freshman to start because you Caleb rotated a lot with Caleb Hamlin. Then so he got hurt. Caleb Hamlin got hurt week two. Yeah. He tore his hamstring. Yeah, there. I remember that. So I started at linebacker week one. And then week two was he started he got hurt in the second quarter I remember it they're like where are you gonna start it yeah I was me as a freshman yeah okay okay <laughs> so I get in there I'm running then uh, Sean and Shaq Curtis their senior year so Sean Cur or Shad Curtis then started at linebacker and I started at running back and haven't played a snap since yeah like I said but hey, and, so- and were you Kick returning that year as well? Yes, me and Dylan Fleck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's, uh, you'll say it, but that's the way it stayed. Um, yeah. Dylan obviously graduated the next year after that. Um, two years after that. Yeah. Was he only one? No, because he's, he was, uh, he's two years older than me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then it would have been one year younger than Caleb Hamlin because he's in like his sixth grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So yeah. it would have been one year after that that Dylan graduated, but. For your rest of the time that you spent at Sewerville, you were kick returning. Yeah. Yeah. And not not to be like a stat guru kind of guy, like how many games is in a normal season? Eight. That's it? So we lost first round playoffs. Regular season is eight games. That season was nine games because the playoff game. Look up that. Yeah. Pretty um, sure. So our freshman year, we only played nine games. Yeah. Because we lost first round, I believe. Lane Deer. Or, yeah, Lane Deer. That was with, uh, oh, I don't remember. 
like Pro Bowl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. that game. Yeah, 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 I remember that game. <laughs> and that season, so you said you had eight regular season games. You had a, you had. I said, do you know 800? roughly how many yards? I touchdowns? remember. I calculated it out because I needed to do it for like season stuff. stuff. Right. Yeah. I, the touchdowns, I was four short of a hundred touchdowns, so I had ninety six touchdowns. What'd you have freshman year? Freshman like year? just do you remember? Yeah, like if you had to give. I remember. Rust, I'm not gonna lie. I've watched like Josh's every year of his. Highlight tapes on huddle like thirty times piece, but I'm pretty sure freshman year you had like, did you go over a thousand yards? Freshman year, yeah, total yards, yeah, like all purpose yards. No, yeah. rushing, rushing. I'm, yards. You had like eight hundred, eight hundred fifty some, and you had like ten touchdowns or something, and so then that yeah. was even that though that was like the warm up. To my yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and then, then everyone's like, year. okay, Josh is a beast. Was that the sixteen seventeen year? I don't know. Sixteen we went my yeah, 16, 17 year, year. My eighth grade year to my sophomore year, we went five hundred. So like we were five and four. Yeah, that year. I remember that. Yeah, scroll down the schedules. And no, that was sophomore year. We were five and four. Last Byron. loss was to Byron. 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 Last yeah, last Byron. loss was to Plainview Elgin Millville yeah. yeah, yeah. Cobol yeah. final. Cobol went to Byron though. Uh yeah. Sosa, remember that? The big guy. Yep. Uh Braxton Raymaker. Uh, senior year and my brother's senior year. Yeah, what happened? So Eddie Martinez Sosa was his name. His he was a fullback. So I'm, he's like Parker Thibault's big dude. Yeah, he's about six three two fifty. Yeah, Sosa was about six three two fifty two sixty two, and he played running back. Yeah, I remember that. So I remember that year, but we lost the last two games that season because that one to get a higher seed in playoffs was in Byron. Yeah. And that was the pick six. Yeah. And just to know a little more about the offense, freshman year, Muller was still the head coach. No. Or no. That was so Meyer my was still first, the head coach. My first two years, three years, junior no, year. Junior year, Muller was the head coach. Yeah. So my first yeah. three years, eighth, ninth, and sophomore, I had Aaron Meyer. But Muller was still the offensive coordinator, was, still running the plays. And, and then who was the um, quarterback? It was Isaac, Isaac, Isaac but so then, he got hurt, and Will filled in the last couple. So there was it in ninth grade. Was it more of a pass oriented, like for high school? Obviously, all high school games are more run oriented, right? But like right now, we're fairly pass oriented. You know yeah. what I mean, we're like we we throw the ball like crazy. Yeah, yeah, fifty fifty. Is it was it more less or roughly the same ninth grade as far as like you guys run the ball like a after I feel like the freshman year it was probably like freshman year it was hard freshman year for him I'm pretty sure because when Isaac went out too then Will had then it was two freshmen in there and it was like but you got like a you still got a lot of carries freshman year didn't you yeah you still got a lot of carries I think I had well not compared Six, to what I had seventy sixty sixty two or something 60, like that, I think yeah yeah. Like, I think, like, 15 touchdowns or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But basically, like, he just, like you mentioned, that was, like, the warm-up. And then sophomore year, we're like, all right, you, you know you're going to start. Your old line that year, if, well, if we didn't Parker have the injuries. Parker Rochon, yeah. uh, Shane Byrne. Caleb was the only one left. Carter Jansen. Jansen Carter Jansen. Parker Carter Jansen. Zach yeah. Hickman. Trent Lloyd. Zach Janary was tight end. Tight end, yeah. Same thing. Uh, basically, Zach. Zach. We, Besides, 
in it, Minnesota. Best but, offensive yes. line in Minnesota. If the, those injuries didn't happen, like that, that could have been, and it was still a great season. Would you, you had like fifteen hundred rushing yards. Sophomore. Yeah. Uh, fi- around fifteen. Fifteen hundred, like, I don't know how many touchdowns he had. I can't remember. But like, it was like, was that like the year that kind of entered you into like, is that what was that year when colleges started like? Talking to you sophomore a lot? year is when I got my first like look from like D three schools and stuff like yeah. that. I didn't get Division one looks until after my junior. Year. Yeah, yeah, but that's when first when a lot of people because then after that season, then when you I were like on for student athlete of the week after and like my all that stuff. Sophomore year. Yes, after or like during sophomore, sophomore year, year too. Like my sophomore year was the year that was like, oh, this kid actually yeah plays like football. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna show this kid now. Yeah, and then then junior year came around and. What was his junior year? Like, or Pine Island? No when was that? That was sophomore year. Sophomore year, sophomore the Pine year. Island game. No, this was. Oh, how many yes, yards? This was sophomore year. Let's talk about the Pine Island playoff game, where so, it was yeah, Josh Navarro versus you. Tell me about the uh, first play of Pine Island. You remember that on offense? Collarbone? No, that was the next year. My very first play of as like a. True starting running back in a playoff game on varsity. Very first carry, I fumbled. Oh, I oh, do yeah. remember that. I remember that. I yep. came to the sideline. Pine Island, that was the game. That very next drive, we were in our end zone close to the woods, you know, yeah. by the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. So I was all mad and stuff like that. So we had a zone left. I remember it specifically because I remember Hunter Voigt running with me to the end zone. So we had a zone, no, zone left, I'm sorry. So we had a zone left, went to the left, hit the second level. I bounced all the way to the right, all the way to the visitor's side, sideline, and I took it 99 yards and scored a touchdown the very next play. Yeah. So that so was the playoff game? We ended up losing game? that game 40-35. That was Navratil's pick six. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, that was an awesome won. That was an awesome game. Because didn't you go over 300 rushing yards? Yeah, I had like 320. It, it was a very... Uh, what you would say, offensive-oriented game. Both teams were just scoring. Obviously, it, it was 40-35, just... but it was 35-34 to 34 yeah. in with the like, last quarter. Last, like, minute. With the game. last minute of play, and we threw a pick six that ended the game. Yeah, and this we was threw a sophomore, sophomore right. year, first right. playoff game. And, and basically, though, it was like, it was literally Josh, because you got, like, over 25 carries that game, probably. The Pine Island game? Yeah, that uh, game. Was, that I, I want to say game. I had 15 to 20. Basically, you had 300 yards, and Navarro had 300 yards. but And that was, like, a great game. Because, obviously, you were senior. about uh, Josh Navarro is playing at UND, UND now. And yeah. uh, he was the incoming player of the week last week, and he played South Dakota. Yeah, State, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I so seen that. I seen that. That was crazy. But, but yeah, good for him, though. He's... Yeah, such a good dude, and he's a great player. So yeah, he I'm does. Happy for him that he beat my team. Yeah. So then so, into the next year. Yeah. Junior, junior year. Okay. Uh, eight and one. And um, eight and one season. Eight and one. Eight no regular. Yep. Eight no regular this, season. This is gonna take a while because I got a this, lot of stories and a this lot was of good like, memories of this. Right. For me personally, but, but I was a sophomore. Schedule. I was a sophomore this season, and this was my first year playing varsity. Right. By far the greatest team I've ever been a part of. Best like my ever. favorite team I've ever. ever been a part of. I still tell stories of this day, even though it's 
with different stuff photo. Yeah. But like I'll get interviewed and stuff like that for my picture thing, but like actual memory and stuff. I got another one. But well this yeah. is definitely the top season. But my best memory is we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely best season. Yeah, like, that season was just basically we went we went eight and one, right? That yeah, was our record. I remember the Cannon Falls game. Uh, yeah. That was, I rushed for hundred yards that game. Yeah. I watched the film this season and I forgot how dominant, like, I remember we destroyed them as, like, a team, but I forgot how many touchdowns, because you had five touchdowns right away, and they were all long, and I watched the film, and I remember you had, like, a counter left, this was, might have been your first touchdown, but you had, like, a counter left, and you bounced it all the way back, and ran all the way back, and then you went for, like, I don't know, it was, like, 60 yards, I think, but... I, had, I, think I had two 70-plus yard touchdown runs, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this was a, a big season, I mean... Yeah. In the first three games, Triton's not as big of a deal. So the uh the schedule for the first seven games we played, we lost one week. So we were seven and oh. We were seven and oh going season. into the the so, district championship? Uh or is it conference? For conference. Yeah, conference right. championship so, versus Schedule was Triton, Lourdes, uh Plainview, St. Charles, Providence Probably. Academy, Lake City, S- Cannon S- Falls. Like to so any, to any like student section person out there and I don't like I thought no offense was on live, but like as players, like that was by far the most like electric game I've been in in high school. Oh yes, it was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um so like I said, uh schedule Triton Lourdes, Plainview, St. Charles, Providence Academy, Lake City, Cannon Falls. So in those first three games, Triton not a big a deal, as big of a deal. Um, but Rochester Lourdes, uh, one of the biggest rivals that we have, uh, we beat fifteen thirteen. Yeah, in a God, very that was close in the same game. game too. And uh, another big rival, Plainview Village of Millville, thirty nine twenty. Moving on to week four, this or uh, week five, homecoming week. Yep, and this homecoming is a team, week. Providence. Academy. Providence. The year before, they were in four A. They dropped down to three A. Is what uh, section we are in. So SMB is the team with Jalen Suggs, who plays basketball at Gonzaga, now yep. everybody should know of him. He won Gatorade Player of the Year this year. Yeah. Or not, In this year, that year. Yep, yep. And the year before this, they lost to SMB by, by like seven? Seven. Yeah. In overtime in the state championship game of Forrest. Yep. So we're like, oh, this And they were like undefeated besides that game. I think they were like... 11 and they 1 or something. They went pretty far in playoffs because they were on Cannon Falls side of the bracket. Yeah, that's true. Then they graduated a bunch of seniors. Yeah. We played them for our homecoming, not knowing anything about them we besides like, the year before we they were, like, were insane. We like beat on homecoming week. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was just the mindset going into it was like, oh, wow, like these kids are probably going to be very good. And I mean, yeah. head coach, I mean, Muller was like, you know, guys, this is. He didn't know either. Like, yeah. He had no clue, but he's like, guys, this is kind of what it's like. It's one of those times where it's like, shut up or shut up. Like, yeah, we can, we can sit and like dread this yeah. game and dread getting our asses kicked, or you guys can go out there and be confident right away and show them what, I mean, they said small town football. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, working hard the entire game, not taking a playoff. Yeah, and. We ended up winning that game 62-27. Yeah. yeah. That game was literally, by the way, so that was our homecoming homecoming game, like we said. Most fans I've ever 
ever seen at a so game. So many fans. As far so, as a southern Minnesota, like small because town. Because it like, was former players. All yeah. Of, there was all what? of the alumni. I would, uh, I would estimate around way more than a thousand. Think I so? I was going to guess like five. I mean, there was people lined up no. around the track. Probably like Bleachers two. were full for home and away. Bleachers were full. Yeah, that's true. And there was That's people the, outside the fence. Two thousand, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know, but you're talking people were outside the fence. Yeah. yeah, outside the fence, the trying to watch the game. Schaefer Field, just our stands. Yeah, was a and that was like shoulder to shoulder packed. People standing outside the fence, but yeah, basically to like flicking it up, we we beat them, and then basically went on a roll. All um, and then we went to the conference championship and lost. But that the Cannon Falls game we were talking about earlier. Was that was the section championship then? Yeah. And then we won that, and Cannon Falls was a really good team that year too. So then we beat them, and that was a great game. But and basically, that was 25, 25. Yeah. And this and this was crazy because this was like we said the year after we graduated the what we thought was going to be state championship winning oh, team. Oh yeah, yeah. We graduated Definitely all those seniors. Graduated the best line. But then again, like just to bring up Noah Sundrum again, like. I didn't. I didn't know he was that damn good. Yeah. Before this year. Like, yeah. He. Th- there was a lot of guys that had to step up. Central? Yeah. I mean, you're talking people. Our our line went from the people we had talked about previously to Noah Sengem, Colton Baugh, Ian Ross, Hayden yeah. Hoff, Parker, which are some Parker. hard, really hardworking dudes. But and, like, like, if you look at them on the line, you're not like statistically undersized. Yeah. yeah. You would look at the. Undersized. By far, the hardest working, best offensive. That's what line. I was gonna that's say why, Like that's why we were so good this year. Yeah, and they, and they one thing so that to talk about the season first, like when we said that was like one of our favorite seasons, the the team chemistry on that team was like everybody. I, I don't was know. It was insane. Like it, it didn't was, matter who you were or what position you played. Like just like Coach Miller always tells us, like everyone needs to be bought in. Like it was literally. I think it was good too it. having my grade. Uh, as like the, you know, the JV kids who don't play, but they're on the mm-hmm. sideline every night because they were all like hype every moment too. So it was like, yeah. it was nice to basically have like a good. Chuck Winch yeah. and people like that at practice. Yes. Oh yeah. And that's Those type of have. guys who aren't like superstars, but the attitude and stuff yeah, they bring. Yeah, about being servant leaders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then like you're at practice, like some days you're like, dude, I got nothing. Yeah, but they're the ones that get you through that practice. Like they're oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's just the thing. So I mean, we talk about being statistically undersized in almost every single position. Yeah. You look at all of our linemen undersized. Wide receivers were very thin. They had speed. This was but Nolan's first year. Right? Nolan's first year, but then you got Andrew Steiger and Chuck Winch, Jayden um, Hughes, Jayden Hughes, all guys yeah. that were you know yeah. pretty decent athletes, but were undersized for. Yeah, what they were. Everybody on that team, like especially I mean, our offensive line, we were definitely the quickest offensive line. Oh yeah, but and that's just the thing. You look at anybody on our team, and you could, I think Muller talked about this at the end of the season. You look at anybody that was on that team, and were they the best? You know, player lining up against, or like you know, lining up across from somebody, probably not. But did we beat them almost every single time? And win every single game we played regular season. Hell yeah, we did. And I mean, and that was just the biggest like team morale boost was going into each season or like each each game. Sorry, excuse me. Each game of the season. You know, just thinking, 
we can do this type of a thing. Like, yeah, we might not be the best, but we're going to work our asses off and we're going to get yeah. there. Yeah. And, then, and so as then, a, like a, from a fan standpoint, I, I'm sure you went to all the games. Did you? Like, yeah. What was all you, the home games. I, I, yeah. I yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, but like, like, what was your perception on like this 2019, 2020 football team? Like, we were yeah, no, un- I remember undefeated season, regular season. Going. The other one. I'm yeah. trying to help you lose that stance, and I'm like, yo, like, this is my squad. The yeah, other ones yeah. I don't remember at all. But this season, I for a spectator standpoint, it was awesome, too. I still remember, like, that, is... that was when I, like, really got into it, where it was like, all right, you know, like, like, like you know, I would go to, like, a couple away games, where it's, like, before I didn't, like, think about it. But, yeah. oh, it's away. All right, we're not going. Then I guess, like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, you know, if it's closer, we'll go. And then I was, like, going to every home game, you know. I was yeah. like, all right, let's go. Let's go do – let's go to the game. You know, it's nice. Well, and I, I think and, everybody, like, you know, kind of got into it, too, because – like winning. you said, we're the underdogs, and we're beating everybody. Yeah. Like, and I think yeah. that's what was the biggest attraction to all the spectators. All well, the eventually, then, like, it became we got to go that. support them. Once our state rank kept going up to, like, top three, we're like, oh, we're everyone was, like, like, the team to beat. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, Anyways. moving on to, like, the last game of the season. Uh, Watch yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, hold up one second. Yeah. I just want to say, talking about Josh that season, though, obviously, that was, like, you broke all the, you broke the rushing record. You broke the rushing, rushing touchdowns. record, carry record, touchdown record. Basically, all the Super Bowl rushing records. All of them. But yeah, you like, had two thousand. You had like right around two thousand yards. You had like thirty-two. One thousand nine hundred ninety-six yards. Yeah, maybe whatever. But then you had like three thirty-two touchdowns. Basically, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but basically, like a crazy season. So that was we were like on top of that, and then. That, along with everyone in the team mm-hmm. chemistry and stuff, like, yeah, is what basically yeah, carried like, us to that game. But, but like, that you say that all those records and stuff, like, bringing up the offensive line again, I know I've said this a million times in, like, TV interviews and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But, like, the only real, like, say, it's, football's the biggest team game. So yeah, by far. You lay, like, a bunch, a bunch of shitty offensive linemen in front of you, you could lay Derrick Henry back. Yeah, there, and he ain't going anywhere, even it's in fast. a high school football game. Yeah, like to break records with everybody. Yeah, dude. Like it, it took those front guys that. Yeah. Made it all sure. happen. Yeah. yeah, that's fast. And then back to what I was gonna ask though. So going into that like week in the season, obviously that was a big deal. For yeah. Me, for you guys and honestly for everyone else too, but like, did you guys think going into it that they were gonna be as good as they were? Yeah. Absolutely we knew not. we knew Wasika no was going to I was going to say I know you guys didn't think I went into that game and I'm like we're a red hot team right now. We that's true. That's but I think we all, we, we knew went, they were good too. But after beating Canem Falls like you said definitely didn't underestimate them. Yeah. But after beating Canem Falls who was ranked we were top were we we were like 2 or 3. Two. We were 2 in state Canem Falls I believe was 3 and then we beat them and Wasika I think was 1. But we still thought like after Wasika that was Wasika was three. We were two. They were three. Canem uh, Falls. Uh, I forgot. Who won state that year? I Jackson. I forget team. Jackson. Jackson. Yep. They were so, one, and then Canem Falls is a little. Wasika got beat after that. By Jackson. Yeah, but basically, back to what were you saying? They. I just Wasika played all that they had against us. Yeah, so I, I do not that. think that it's a that you would really say. It was us thinking that we were like per se better than them, or that they like we were underestimating them. 
like Josh said, we were just thinking we're a red hot team yeah. and mm-hmm. we're eight and zero right now and we're like ready to go and you know like like we're ready to put up there. a fire. Yeah, like really, and yeah. You talk to uh, any of those offensive linemen. I I talk to Noah Central about this all the time. Him being on the outside edge with Noah Vitano, every single time they were driving two people on him and getting somebody by him every single time. Yeah. And he said it was one of those things where they just punched you in the mouth every single play and didn't let up. And, and it was everybody just everybody felt it. We yeah. we held a lot faster. Might we say too, their team as far as like like they had a lot of really athletic they played big like dudes. Yeah. And compared to the teams we had faced like we faced really good teams all season, but they were like on another level, I feel like like physically I was gonna say compared to a lot of teams. My point they their were big size, and strong. Yeah. On their line compared to our line. Yeah. We talked we talked about it before, like some years ago, you know, our line was very big. You noticed it in yeah. that game. Their line was just bigger on both both sides of the field. Yeah. Where it was and like their they offensive a, line was bigger, their defensive line was yeah. bigger. Didn't they have a D one defensive like, lineman? Yeah, they did, and he was on the outside edge rushing every single time. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. We right away they came out, like I said, punch us in the mouth. And we it was like we just started to like start putting up a fight and just kind of started to get the but hang of like holding them late. off. Yeah. But it was one too late and just the time that we started to do that. We were done. Yeah, it was, it was like we had just gotten to the point back. where we could start yeah. to hold them off, and they just kept on going. They just kept driving the stake in further, and we just couldn't hold. Yeah, and uh, I guess I can't say we because I wasn't in there. Uh, for those people that do know, I broke my collarbone, <laughs> and uh, we floated that Lake one, City. two, three, four, yeah. five, six, week six. Oh, that game against was crazy Lake too. City. Remember that game? Will Lawrence says it's garbage time. Yeah. Okay, but basically to sum up that season, so he had a crazy historic season and stuff. So after that season, what was it like? Because I remember, isn't that when you started to go on a lot more vi- like visits and stuff right after that season? Yeah, I started taking game day visits and yeah. stuff like that. So was, was your recruiting like pretty ramped up then after that season, I'm guessing? Yeah, I actually went to a lot of big schools that I'd have no shot at that. Yeah. Or I might. Yeah, I went like I went to uh, I went to the U of M game. I went to Iowa, Iowa State, stuff like that. But I fit just right into FCS. FBS yeah. is more just dudes that Freak, go go freaks. to like Texas and yeah, play yeah. those giant games and yeah. those bigger size. Just have everything going for them. Yeah, but yeah, those visits were just crazy. Yeah, but, I bet. Being on the sideline for those games and stuff. But, yeah, so basically you had this crazy season. Um, Then uh, March 2020, COVID hits, and there's all this stuff. We can't go to our normal SDSU camp. Most of our, like, summer, like, seven-on-sevens, all the OTAs. So oh, I yeah, had before track yeah. that year. Yeah. Our track season got My senior canceled. track year, or junior, junior track year. So – we're practicing. We called this the dream team. The, the dream team. The 4 by Yeah, 4 by one. Yeah. So me, Elton Meyer, Austin Malone, and Nate Schmidt. Mm-hmm. So we were we were going to win state that year. Yeah. Like we had the And the year before, didn't you state. guys go to state? We went to state every yeah. year. 
he got forced to leave. Yeah. But then Dylan Flint graduated, Nate Smith stepped up, and yeah, we were going to win state. So I was sitting at my aunt's house on her couch when I was watching the news, and then they're like, so we're going to start shutting down places. I'm like, that's right. Let's go. Like, yeah. I don't have to go to school. I can just go yeah. to track practice. I think that was stuff most like people's that. mentality, too. And then they're like, we might not have the season. I'm like, what now? Yeah. They're like, well, they got the virus going around. So, okay. Yeah. Like, we're we're going to have the season. I mean, yeah. back then I was like, I would have felt stupid if yeah. we thought we weren't having any season. Yeah. But then it all hit and it all went downhill from there. Yeah. So then basically, like, all the summer football, after track got canceled, we really, we thought we were, I mean, was your mindset we were going to have a season? I was 100% set on we were having I a season. I did too. And I think, like, not just for that, but for, like, everyone, like, like, when, like we didn't we think COVID OTAs. would last this long, you They're know? Because like, I remember more, more saying, it was like, everybody just wear your mask, do everything like that, yeah. and we won't have any issue with this season. I'm like, yeah, oh, let's go. Let's yeah, go. yeah. So we had all our OTAs. No, we didn't have any OTAs. We missed, so, like, the last day. We missed the last three. three. Yeah. So, they're like, we started canceling OTAs. But we were doing our own practice. So, we almost had, like, a, like an honor practice. Oh, yeah, practice with the dudes. That we had to do on yeah. our own. So, I got, like, a when and a why. Like, when did you decide, like, in terms of, like, how close to, like, the season or whatever, did you decide that you're just going to do it yourself? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's go into this, but, okay, yeah. Basically, so then all that stuff got canceled, and then they announced that our the Stewartville or Minnesota's teams' um, football seasons were going to be in the spring. So when they said that, what what did you think? So at first, their first, like, at first they go, season's canceled, not having it this year. Yeah. They didn't talk anything about spring. Yeah, I remember that. So at first, I'm like, well... I'm trying to get my college paid for. Like, yeah. This, I, this is my senior I, year. Like, like, this is my last shot. more scholarships so I can play football for free yeah. at a school and get an education and stuff like that. And by this time, so. too, you have, like, how many? You had a couple of D2. I had quite a couple D2, D2 offers, offers. Like, Northern, Bemidji State, yeah. uh, Mankato State. How many, State, like, five or six? Uh, Winona State. I think I had around eight D2 yeah. offers. Yeah. Yeah. So then that yeah. happens. Then that happens. I was at Jim Richardson when I... First, like, because they had that uh, Minnesota State High School League meeting. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, nice. They passed volleyball. They're going to have volleyball this fall. Yeah. And they get to football, and they're like, football's canceled. I'm like, how does that work? Yeah, I remember we were all saying I was, I, I'm still mad about yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, I was working out at that time, and I was about three-fourths done with my workout. I get the news from it on Twitter, and I'm like, Like now, all these things are running through my head. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen now in these next few months. Yeah. So then, it was about two, three weeks after that. We're like, my dad just comes up to me. He's like, "What are your What are your thoughts about going to school full time in Brooklyn, South Dakota, and playing football there?" And I'm like, "Huh." When do I have to make this decision? Because that's a big decision. Yeah. And it's, it's a like, big, big decision. Yeah. Keep, keep in like, mind, we're like, we're like August, like we're supposed to be starting, starting football right football. now. So I'm like, all right, how long do I have to think on that? Because that's, that's a big idea. Yeah. Like, Huge. Big choice. And he's like, I didn't, we need an answer by tomorrow. 
<laughs> Dang. I, I had overnight to think about it. What? This wasn't like yeah, a week long. I, I overnight to think about I it. I call him about it. I talk to Parker about it. I FaceTime Parker about it. I'd probably FaceTime you or call you. One yeah. I called Eddie, called Will, all close friends. Was it right away, too, that Parker was? Like, you two were planning to go together yeah. right away? Yeah. And was then, Eddie ever planning on going? It only works because my mom works from home. Yeah. So we have to have, like, a parent guardian there. Yeah. In, in order, order to be supervise able. us legally. Yeah. So, and Eddie's parents don't work from home, but yeah, that's true. dad does and my mom does. So yeah. It worked yeah. out. It worked out, thank God. But I'm like, guys, what do I do here? And they're all just like, dude, do what, like, is going to benefit you in life. Yeah. Like, for sure. I mean, they go, yeah, but if you do go out there, it's going to suck and stuff like that. But, like, is it going to benefit you? Yeah. So I'm like, oh. So I FaceTime Parker, and I'm just, I, I Snapchatted him. I just go, let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. I was the one that made the decision because I was like, dude, if you go, I'll go. Like, you, like, it's set in stone. If you go, I'll go. He goes, Goes, I was just gonna say the same thing to you. Like, if you go, I'm gonna go. And then the next Snapchat, I go, let's do it. Yeah. Just like, let's just go live life out there and just see what happens. Yeah. And it ended up working out for the best, but it's still it still sucks not seeing yeah. all you guys. Like, yeah. My senior year, especially. Like, keeping your senior year, you're supposed to have fun with your buddies yeah. for the yeah. last time and stuff like that. Yeah. But keeping in mind though, this this was an opportunity for. I mean, scholarships and stuff, too. I mean, this was this wasn't a spur of the moment of, okay, let's go try and play football in South Dakota yeah. just for the fun of it. This was a, I'm not going to be able to have a senior season before signing day. I need to go put yards on paper yeah. before that. Yeah. So I, needed I, to get, get, I needed to get more films. And it was so like, too, like, a lot of people that don't know you as personally were like, oh, like, because, you know, obviously when you made that, a lot of people yeah. were like, oh, Josh is yeah. just leaving oh, the team or whatever. Selfish. Yeah, yeah but I, most of the guys that, like, knew you personally are, like, Josh, this is, like, Josh's goal. Like, he's been working. Obviously, you set, like, the busy, biggest example as far as, like, hard work and stuff. And we all, like, I remember hearing it because you texted the football group chat, and it was, like, sad and everything. But I remember instantly thinking, like, that's the best decision because, like, that's, what that's like, your main, like, that was your goal and stuff. And you know? because knowing that they pushed back the season till spring, they could easily have canceled it all. Yeah, but and it was a short season. I made season. that decision, and we were out there. We had our first game before they made that decision to push it to spring. Yeah. And then we're like, and so it was a little, little bit take it back. It was yeah. a little bit uncertain on your guys' end, but again, hindsight's twenty twenty. You looked at it after the first game. This was August twenty eighth was the first game that we actually did. They made yeah. that decision after they made the spring decision after that. Yeah. The game was even over. Yeah. So like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. You look at that and you say. Yeah, we made the right decision because we ended up having the season, but we were cut short to five six, games. Six yeah, games. and uh, everybody games. out there listening, like, they're like, oh, that was an easy decision. No, it was not. Yeah. The first month we were there, up until two days before that Huron game, I was living in a hotel with Parker. Yeah. My place in Brookings, South Dakota. Yeah. Hotel. <laughs> Imagine going to school, going to practice every single day while living in a hotel. Yeah. And so, like, thinking now then, basically, after, 
after you made that decision, then it was kind of like, as far as our team back in Stewartville, it was like, I remember it was like, because I talked to a lot of people about it, but like, I remember in like middle school and stuff, always talking about when you guys were seniors and we were juniors, like what we were going to do as a football mm-hmm. team and riding off, dream team. Mm-hmm. riding off like the momentum from the season we had before, we were like, bro, this season's going to be insane. You're a senior, Parker and Eddie, and then all like we have so many guys that are really good to fill in yeah, and everything. Parker, Eddie, and it went all the way back to RYFA. Yeah, I mean this was the thing of oh you guys were thirty nine and oh we yeah. kicked ass in RYFA we're gonna grow up and we're gonna be the best team to ever go through Stewartville football and yeah. we're gonna make it big. And this was like the and, fi- like it's kind of crazy to think about now because we never thought that that season where you guys were seniors like and we were juniors we get was gonna be wiped out like that was like. I remember like, looking forward to that season for so long. And then, basically, yeah. So then you guys left. You guys are doing your thing. And then we're back here. And we're kind of like, all right. Well, like, like we just, I don't know. It was, I remember going to Iron Tiger the day after you texted the group chat. And then it was like, how many other people? And I remember just being like, this, like, the complete, we talked about the season before, how the chemistry and everything was so high. And it was, like, insane. And I remember going to that that Iron Tiger thing, and it was, like, the most depressing thing. Not just because they left, but because we weren't going to have a season and everything that was going on. It was just everything was just falling apart. Yeah. I mean, our just the whole season just was in shambles. Yeah. We didn't know when we were going to play. We were losing our, you know, best players. People wanted to quit because they're like, okay, these guys are leaving. What do we have to stay for? We're not going to get anything anyways. It was just like we went from riding this wave from last season that even though we lost to Wasika, everybody was like so excited Seemed to be. and yeah. and so ready for the next season of we're going to come back and we're going to do even better. Mm-hmm. And it was that just that team morale just went down just at a yeah, very yeah. rapid pace of just everybody was so bummed out about everything that was going on. It was just hard to you know, like, get get the group back together and get back on track of this is what we need to do to be successful. Yeah. And it just, like okay. I said, it, we were just on that. Well, so what was your thoughts when you heard that oh, we yeah. we were getting our season back in the fall? And you're already in South Dakota. You've already played probably two games by now. Yeah, I was probably on And then three. what did you think when you heard that we were getting our fall season back? Well, I was, I was genuinely happy for you guys. Yeah. Like, well, no going back now. Yeah, like, obviously. That, that, that's not an option. Yeah. Like, like, I'm still going to get a full season. They're getting to play good for them. Like, yeah. I wanted you guys to play to, like, especially these guys' senior year. Yeah. Your junior year leading up into, because a year without football is, yeah. it would be hard your senior yeah. year. Yeah. We had, a, we had a pretty tight connection from the guys that went to gym to Jim yeah. Richardson. So With, like, Neil Morris. Uh, yeah. Noah Sengem, you, me, Parker, Eddie. Uh, Larson, King, Larson, Larson, King, yeah, Sackett, Sackett, just some, like, just some guys that were pretty tight on that we had the entire summer. Yeah, and then leading up into that, it's just like yeah. But basically, like, but no, I was really happy to hear that you guys had a season, but I was kind of bummed for us. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's just how things worked out too. But then, so basically, you go to Brookings, then you have another insane, another insane season. How well, was it? So this season was. Um, we played twelve games. Twelve games. You guys yeah. went eleven and one. So you guys were eleven and zero going into the state championship. You got Huron, Lennox, Sturgis, Madison, Douglas, Mitchell, 
Pierre, Spear Fish Yankton, Spear Fish again, Kieran, Kieran again, and then Pierre, last game, state championship. Another phenomenal season for you, going out there being, I wouldn't say the underdog, but definitely having something to prove of being the best. How is it again? being like the new, like being on the new team and stuff, the being like the new oh. kid? I mean, like like we talked about earlier, just like the work ethic part of it. Like yeah. Parker and I, like, we still have, like, each other. Like, yeah. Just to, like, talk to and stuff like that. Like, oh, what's going on at practice? What's going through to you today? Just, like, that's all the connection I needed. Yeah. Like, but these guys, like, like I went duck hunting, goose hunting with all these guys, like, yeah. all the time. Pheasant Good. hunting, all the time. So yeah. they, they took us in like we've been there forever. Yeah. But going into the state championship game, Pierre is now a five-time state champion. Yeah. So we're like, all right. So we beat them by one score the first time at home. You, and you played them during that regular, regular season. season. We beat them by one score. Yeah, at one home, score. beat them by one score. Yeah. So we go into it. They're like, all right, they're already four-time state champs. They know what they're doing. They're well-coached. Mm-hmm. Like, we just came out flat as can be. Yeah. Like, and then, like, there was no going back from it. Yeah. How like, was it? Parker or, played the best game. So you got to make this a little bit yeah. more clear. So this – not regular season game, into the state champ. So regular season, you guys won 21-14. Yes. You guys came out flat in, in the, the state championship. State championship you guys lost 38-6 is what you're talking yeah. about. You guys came out flat and just did. Yeah, that first, really... that first quarter, it was tied 6-6. Yeah, I Going remember. into the second. And then after that, we just played like a slump. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, what's going on? Parker's playing great. I'm playing great. Our quarterback's playing great. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. And then – but going back to my favorite high school memory, I can I'm gonna go into depth on this. I'll try to make it quick. Yeah. So I score the touchdown on the like the opposing player running back. He played defense too. Mm-hmm. So he was talking all this before the game. So I trucked him to go into the end zone. Yeah. And then so I walked back and the stands were packed. Like, yeah. Packed like probably forty fifty rows of our student section. Mm-hmm. So I get done scoring the touchdown. I I give high fives to teammates like ritual after every touchdown. So I look up at the student section and I like clap my hands or something, and everybody, everybody like. And so you over... gotta you gotta let the people picture this. This is not in small town Stewartville. This is Dana J Dykehouse Stadium. No, this is in at USD. Yeah. So so this is so this is in a dome. In a dome. Bigger. So bigger yeah. than SDSU. So this is not like hometown Stewartville student section it's of, like of ten times. It's a college football stadium. All right, all right. It's, it's a college football stadium. Yeah. yeah. So so I look up at the student section and I just clap my hands and I'm like, We got this. Yeah. And everybody goes nuts. Like, really? Like parents even too. Everybody just goes nuts. Like chills are running down my arm. It was insane. That's- yeah. Like, I just look up. Like, I can still picture it. Like, I'm sitting at the 20-yard line. I look up at the student section. I clap, and I'm like, let's go. And then everybody, you can just, like, you know, like, the suit, uh, the Stefan Diggs play? Yeah. Like, the, have you heard the, the audio for that? It's, yeah. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. Like, every, like, you could hear it rumble. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I can still picture it perfectly. I just look up at the stands. I clap. Everybody just goes crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, from there, those next drives, they didn't score. It was 6-6 at halftime. 
those thirty eight points all came in the second. Yeah. So we go into this we go into the second half. We come out, we kick, they score, whatever. We went three and out, we punt, and I was the punter and I a dog punt at that point. <laughs> you were the punter? Yeah. yeah. I've been the punter for like three years. Yeah, you can kick bounce. All right, right. I guess I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Switch the second and third quarter. Okay, so wait. Where, so how was it, though, going. just like knowing you were going to play in the state championship, though? Because that was like always one of your goals, and then we never got to like obviously do it at Stewartville. But like, like, we always talked about it. At yeah. Like, oh, gonna but how was it like knowing you were playing in the state championship? So USB's turf is like carpet. Yeah. Like it's literally like playing football on a pit. Yeah. So we had to buy like different shoes for it and everything. So it was weird getting used to. But like the environment of it, like trying to catch a ball with all those lights yeah. in your face is a little different. It's not hard, but it's just a little different. Just yeah. Not to throw you off. They've played there. This is their fifth time. Yeah. Playing there. And then they got another kid, their tight end and fullback is going to SJC with me. So mm-hmm. like they got some good players too. Yeah, they were a good team. So like walking into it, like I'm feeling good, feeling good. After the first half, we're still feeling good, and then something hit us. And I'm like, what's going on? Blocking's dead. Blocking's really? Dead. Yeah. And then, uh, going into the fourth quarter, like we're getting beat pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. I'm trying to look at it from a positive standpoint, so I don't get pissed off and thrown out of the game. Yeah. So, so I'm like. Made it to the state championship. Things work good. Got to thank the guy above for bringing me here. Yeah. So I'm like, this is sweet that we just played this. Would have been nice if we would have won. Whatever. But going into the fourth quarter, like, I know everything. I knew we lost as soon as our quarterback. Like, he was on the sideline, and he didn't get enough. It's hot now. It's, like, mm-hmm. 80 degrees out. He, like, passes out and faints. Like, he blacks he did? out. I didn't know that. So he couldn't finish the game. Dang. He blacked out. Okay, so yeah. basically to wrap this up, you committed to SDS. When did you commit to SDSC? About Quite a... five, six weeks after the season. Yeah. Okay. So like, just like briefly, just talk about why. Why did you? Yeah. That just uh, obviously moving there for my senior year just boosted. Yeah. And didn't that right kid on your team? Wasn't he the uh, coach? Was his kid or my, he was the SDSU yeah, the son? Yeah, offensive coordinator's son. Was on your team. Was on my team. Yeah. And Mikey Daniels, the running back, running back. used to go there. Yep. Used to go to Brookings. So. Oh, yeah. And okay. I was just like, I really love the coaching staff there, and I'm like, well, Stay I'm, here. I'm staying here. Yeah. So, and that's mm-hmm. just the shortest season of ours, to tell you that. Yeah. All right. That was a good episode, yeah. boys. It was sweet. Well, uh, yeah. again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I think. Like what he said, there's going to be uh, more clips coming on TikTok. Of Fact, I'm going to post the, a lot. We're going to have a lot of clips from this to go on TikTok. So. There's going to be shorts of the podcast on there. Again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, no video on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we might have video on Spotify, but video but on YouTube. YouTube. So like, yep. Yeah, thanks right. to the Gatorade Player of the Year, Josh Bryan. Coming out here, we uh, really yep. appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Any sort of uh, recommendations you guys have? Just like-